When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Earlier today in the NBL, you heard this game if you were listening to uh, SEN 1170 or on the app. Uh, you would have heard uh, United live broadcasts uh, between South East Melbourne Phoenix and Melbourne United ended up in a South East Melbourne Phoenix win. So the series is tied one game apiece and we go to a deciding third game on Tuesday night. Tommy Greer is the CEO of the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Very proud, I'm sure he is. He's on the program now. Welcome, Tommy. How you doing? Yeah, doing really well. Thanks for having me. Are you up in Sydney at the moment? Were you one of the, I'm surely as the CEO, you're one of the lucky few to go up there? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So made our way up here for uh, game one the other night. Uh, and we'll obviously sort of stay through until um, until the job's done. How proud of a moment was tonight for you uh, for the South East Melbourne Phoenix? First finals uh, series appe- appearance and first finals match one. How proud is the moment for, for you and the club? Yeah, look, I mean, it, it definitely is a proud moment, but it's something that we're sort of really trying not to get, I guess, uh, carried away with. Um you know, we've got an incredibly talented roster this year, uh, a team that's uh, always found a way to sort of um, beat the odds um, when their backs are against the wall. And, um, you know, we feel that this is a roster that can do a lot of damage this postseason. So um, focus really is now on, on Tuesday night. So you didn't really uh, didn't bring it up, Simon Mitchell didn't bring it up with the playing group, I guess, the achievement of, of the win? No, I think actually in the post-game press conference it took uh, it took a media question to trigger him that that was actually uh, you know the the sort of first win for the club, obviously in the postseason. Um, really not the focus for us. You know, Tuesday night is a is a massive game. Um, we believe we've got the cattle to uh, to be able to get the job done. So um, that's re- really where the focus is for for the entire club. What was your assessment of uh, of how your side played today? Uh, I mean, definitely uh, proud of how the, the guys went about it. Um, after the defeat the other night, um, you know, obviously you really want to see a bit of um, bite back um, from the roster. And I thought Yanni Wetzel really sort of led the way for us uh, in the middle and the way he took it to Jock Landell uh, during that game was uh, an incredible effort. So, yeah, really just sort of proud of the way the guys sort of bounced back. There were a lot of fouls in the match. It was a competitive and combative game. Did you think the uh, the officials were, were a bit too hot on the whistles, though? Uh, I mean, this this is the thing about it. You know, it's um, I thought the game was was refed pretty uh, consistently, and that's all we can ask for as a player or as someone involved in a in a club, is that the game gets called consistently. And whether that's tight or whether they let it play a bit more physical, um, is what it is, and that's up to the players and coaches to adjust to. So. Um, for mine, um, I thought it was refed really consistently, and that's all we can ask for. Which, uh, which so Mitch Creek had a, a great. Uh, Kiefer Sykes was the consistent player right across the match for you guys. Mitch Creek stepped up in the second half. Was there a player in particular from 
from from any uh, part of the floor that you were most impressed with from your side? Yeah, I think without question, those two guys, you know, they're our star players. Um, in order for us to uh, sort of proceed uh, in the playoffs and postseason, we need these guys stepping up. And there's no question that Kiefer Early and Mitch Creek late in the game did that. Um, but for mine, it really was Yanni Wetzel. You know, in that first game, he was clearly outplayed. And it's a, a massive effort for a rookie, you know, a rookie in the NBL, his first professional season, um, to be able to stand up and bounce back the way he did tonight. Um, to me, he really was the, the 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 difference tonight. Was that one of the main focuses for the side coming into this series, knowing that you've got maybe the best one-two punch as far as centres go is at Melbourne United with Jock Landale and Joe Lawala Chill. It's a lot of responsibility for Yanni Wetzel. He, he did step up and even Ben Moore playing as a, as a forward later in the match. He had some good moments too. Was that one of the main focuses heading into the series? Look, it's definitely a focus. There's no question when you're talking about a player, the quality of Jock Landell, he's always going to be a focus. But um, United have a lot of weapons. And, um, you know, you need to be paying attention right across one through five. Um, and I think that's what we did a really good job of tonight. You know, the, the, the help defence was um, at another level than what we've seen throughout the season. And if we can maintain that um, going into Tuesday, I think we'll be in a really good spot. You pinch another win back in the head-to-head for the throwdown. This was throwdown 11 uh, tonight, so 7-4 is the overall. And I think 3-3 is the split this season now. So you've squared the ledger uh, in this 20, NBL 21 season. Does it help the uh, the rivalry, I suppose, that uh, a lot of uh, your personnel, um, uh, including yourself, you're a lifer at the Melbourne Tigers, Simon Mitchell, former mm. Melbourne Tigers assistant. Does that do, do those links help the rivalry, do you think? I think so, but I think it's really games like this and situations that we find ourselves in at the moment, you know, playing important games and finals against one another, which really sort of build that rivalry. And I think we saw that at the end of game one um, with a little bit of, you know, sort of back and forth at the end of that game. And that's only going to grow. The more often we, we find ourselves in these situations, um, you know, the, the quicker that rivalry is going to grow. What are you hoping the rivalry grows into? I hope it uh, it grows into a a, a really competitive um, back and forth. Um, You know, it's sort of like what we saw in the 90s between the Tigers and and Magic back in the day. And I think that this has all the makings uh, of that rivalry. Um, I think that it can become something that's, uh, you know, it's a a must-see event on the sport, not just the basketball, but the national sporting calendar. And I think that, um, like I said, the more of these games we can play, uh, the quicker we'll find ourselves in that position. What's your, what's been your assessment of the NBL season on the whole? It's been a it's been a I guess an up and down season. It's a, a bit of a longer season than uh, than normal because of COVID and, and travel restrictions and um, having to sort of stretch the games out a little bit, slightly longer in that in that sense. But as far as the way the season has been executed, the quality of basketball we've had on the floor is this as good an NBL season as we've had under the circumstances? I think it's the toughest NBL season um, that uh, anyone's ever sort of taken part in or, or been a part of. Um, and, you know, a whole lot of credit goes to the NBL and, and all the clubs and especially the players, you know, thinking about the New Zealand breakers and the sacrifices um, that they've made to, to you know, uh, allow this season to go ahead. Um, so I think it's been an incredible result, you know, to find ourselves uh, now at the pointy end of the season um, you know, ready to finish things off, having navigated what is, you know, a, a really uh, difficult uh, situation. 
And as far as how your club has gone off the field, have you seen increased, even again under the circumstances, have you seen um, uh, the metrics there to, to support that you've got increased supportership this season? Are you, are you growing that supporter base in your uh, in your southeast corridor? Yeah, look, I mean, we're really happy with uh, the level of support we've received this year under really difficult circumstances, um, like I was just mentioning. It's, um, it's a tough environment, um, especially down in Victoria and in Melbourne, and um, we're extremely lucky to have such a loyal and passionate um, fan base that have jumped on the back of us almost immediately since uh, conception, um, you know, a couple of years ago. So that's something we, we only want to build on, and, and we feel like we're in a really good position sort of uh, going into the, the end of this season and, and building beyond that. With the Olympics coming up uh, in Tokyo later this year, uh, you could potentially have Mitch Creek on the plane over there, depending. It's a very small squad, I guess, but he could be of the quality to make it. If he does go, do you... Does that... Concern is, is kind of a... I don't know, it feels like a not an appropriate word to use because I'm sure he'd be very proud that he'd go there. But knowing that if he goes to the Olympics, he's not going to get much of a break between the Olympics and then coming back for NBL 22. Is that something that that you guys have spoken about as a, as a club? No, not at all. Uh, zero concern whatsoever. Um, you know, a player going away to play and represent uh, Australia and represent our country um, is the top of the tree. And, um, you know, we have all the support possible behind Mitch and, you know, we'll, we'll sort of deal with that situation um, when he gets back. But, um, you know, we fully support um, all the guys going away to, to help Australia you know, achieve those goals and hopefully bring home gold. And then Tuesday night coming up, game number three. So what's the plan for this match? Uh, today earlier, as I said before, there was a lot of fouls uh, given out pretty early in the game and Jock Landau didn't really play that many minutes. It was only about, I think, 12 or 15 minutes on the on the floor. Presuming he plays the majority of the game on, on, um, on Tuesday night, what are you hoping that your team can do to go ahead and, and win the match? Well, definitely looking for a, a consistent effort and the same sort of effort that we saw tonight. Um, but really, from now until then, it really is just about rest and recovery, and I think that that will be the focus uh, up until Tuesday night. Um, we think we have the guys in a really good spot. Um, we think we have them playing confident. You know, that's um, some of the best work we've seen from, from our team on the defensive end tonight. Uh, and believe that potentially we've got, um, you know, we've got United a little bit rattled so um, really looking forward to Tuesday night and, and seeing what comes of it. I'm glad for you Tommy I'm glad that uh, you've got to win number one on the board but as you said bigger things are still uh, in the uh, in, in the crosshairs at the moment so hopefully the series win goes your way come Tuesday night and good luck for Tuesday. Thank you mate. Thanks very much mate. Tommy Greer the CEO of the South East Melbourne Phoenix with us here on the SEN Roundup this Sunday night. So it was 90-79 to 79 the win. Kiefer Sykes and Mitch Creek had 26 points apiece. The last quarter really tells the story. 24-9 to nine in the scoring of that last quarter alone in favour of South East Melbourne Phoenix. It was a four-point lead that United had heading into the last quarter. So three-quarter time, it was, uh, was it 70 to... Oh, I forget the score now, something like that. So yeah, 70 to... Do the math backwards, 60, 70 to 44, something like that. I can't remember. I'm not good at maths. Something like that. Anyway, four-point lead, uh, 70 to 66 it was. 70 to 66 was the score. So they came into uh, into the last quarter with the leads. Uh, Southeast hadn't been playing that bad, but it was a very stuttery game. Uh, it was probably one of the best games they've played all year, to be fair, for Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Very stuttery match because of all the, uh, the, the fouls and went quite long. So from the opening whistle to the final uh, buzzer, it was... 
probably one of the longer matches we've had in, in NBL 21. But Southeast got the win, 24 to 9 last quarter, 90 to 79 for the uh, for the match. Into game three we go. Two game three series now, semi-finals. We've got Perth and Illawarra tomorrow, and Southeast and Melbourne on Tuesday. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.